Hello everyone and welcome to another side episode of For Crits and Giggles where this evening we'll be playing some Call of Cthulhu. I think I've been labeling this in the feed as For Crits and Cthulhu's maybe? It depends on how many of these are <laughs> nice out one. by now. I think you have, yeah. Thanks, thanks. I was... Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what I called it. I think that's what I called it. Anyway, um, yeah, so if you're joining us for this particular episode, it means that for whatever reason, uh, we could not record enough episodes to keep the feed going on its uh, somewhat weekly basis. Uh, so what remains of the cast has decided to get together and play a bit of uh, Call of Cthulhu. Because um, it's fun. So, yeah, so it... Yeah, we're not normally a uh, Call of Cthulhu podcast. We're normally a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Uh, but instead, tonight, we're going to be playing Call of Cthulhu from, like, 12 years ago or something like that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna be some fun. Um, hmm. They've already heard, like, three yeah. episodes of this. They know the truth. I know. Well, because the nobody, energy, they don't come out very regularly. Like a steam train there, Kim. Bring in the energy. Yeah. Woo-woo. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so tonight we're going to be playing some uh, Call of Cthulhu, uh, and uh, if everything goes according to plan, at the moment there'll be some sick music uh, fading in, and we're about to go into a music break, and you'll hear a recap about what happened last time. Uh, yeah, so there'd been, a, there'd been a bunch of disappearances in town, they'd found one of the bodies, um, they brought the body back to the church to kind of like bless it, um, and then it turned out that uh, Father Ralph Clergyman's assistant was some kind of horrible monster, he uh, severely injured uh, Father Ralph Clergyman and Connie Withers, uh, Nick's character, Constable John Key, came really? in um, and kind of assisted in the battle. Yes, and fucking yeah, really, yeah. mate. Uh, and... F- Yes, yeah. Uh, and finally managed to kill the horrible monster, and we ended the episode there. Uh, so, yeah. So we will begin uh, at the uh, the Middle Less Hospital uh, in the town of uh, Tufiri, which is the, the small, you know, coastal kind of town that our, our story is, uh, is set in. And, Sam, we will uh, kind of zero in on yeah. your character. Um, can you tell me... Uh, so he, he's a doctor at this hospital. Uh, obviously, uh, can you describe to me kind of like what does he look like and uh, what, what is what is his name? I'm, oh, sorry, I'm I'm assuming he's a man. I have not made that decision whatsoever for you. I've left that entirely up to you. So, describe your character to us and tell me what their the name, name is. is Doctor Raúl Estefan, otherwise known oh, okay. in right. the I small like town of Tufiri. As the love doctor. He's not actually particularly charming or anything, but he looks like he might be Spanish. He's actually Māori, but he, he looks like he might be Spanish and has a slight lisp, so he sounds a little bit Spanish. Um, so people think he's exotic. And for Tufiti, yeah, he is pretty exotic. Uh, he's, um, you know, just a, a young aspiring uh, doctor like many who moved to a smaller town because... Um, you know, they needed uh, needed doctors, and um, and he's never been one for for massive cities, but he uh, in recent years has sort of come to like uh, this whole air of mystery that he's accidentally created around himself. So he um, he he uh, buys into the whole exotic doctor thing uh, more than he really deserves to. All right, I yeah, I really I really like that. I really like that. So, uh, is Dr. Raul Esteban? That's where the Esteban came from, if he's not Spanish. 
he just really likes his name. Estefan, uh, his parents really liked exotic stuff as well. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I mean, yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Uh, all right, so you're um, you're, you're kind of you're, you're going down the uh, down the, the hallways of this uh, of this hospital. It's it you know it, it also services a lot of um, other kind of smaller towns and a lot of sort of more remote communities in the area as well. Um, so you know it, it's it's normally pretty it's normally pretty busy. And um, and you're walking along in you know your 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 white coat with a with a clipboard, obviously being a, a doctor. Um, a sexy when, doctor. Uh, one of the like Stinky. a sexy. Doctor, yes. Uh, when one of the when one of the more uh, senior doctors uh, approaches you, you recognize this as one uh, Doctor Lydia. Uh, she is um, one of the more sort of senior staff at this hospital, uh, oversees kind of the assignments of you know new patients and things like that. Um, uh, you know, she, she's she's got a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. Um, you know, not not the biggest fan of just like people in general, which is kind of unfortunate being a doctor. Yeah, so she kind of sees you approaching the the approaching the, uh, her. You're kind of like walking uh, opposite. Opposite, uh, opposite ways in the corridor, and she's uh, she's got this uh, clipboard with her, um, and she sort of seems to be looking at it with like a little bit of uh, confusion, frustration, that sort of thing. Uh, she sees you, and uh, and she clicks her fingers, and she says, uh, uh, "Hey, um, uh, Doctor Doctor Love, or, or whatever, uh, can you just come here for a second?" Lydia, how can I help you? Uh, yeah, listen, um, I've got uh, I've got a couple patients here uh, that I'm gonna need you to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be really honest here. I, I want you to take them away from me. Um, they're frustrating, confusing. I don't understand them, uh, and it seems like a stupid case. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to uh, you. Is that all right? Dr. Estefan takes the clipboard and uh, gives it kind of a, a, a wry smile and says, I can examine them if you want me to. <sighs> I don't understand why you're still employed here, but... Um... <sighs> God. And then she just kind of... she 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 uh, She walks away. Uh, well, being a dutiful doctor, Doctor Estefan does go to uh, to examine his patients. Uh, are you like are you reading the the clipboard at all, the case yeah. files or whatever? He, I don't know what sort I don't, of, I don't know what they're called. Um, the patient he's sheet? got the checkpoint, uh, the the cl- checkpoint, the clipboard in one hand, and he's sort of reading from it, just kind of idly chewing on the end of a pen um, as he kind of walks up to. Bear in mind, this isn't actually like a particularly attractive guy or anything, but. He just sort of thinks he is. So you head off down the corridor uh, towards where uh, the, the these uh, these patients are. They're in kind of one of the uh, new intake uh, wards before you know they kind of get like separated up into you know various kind of specialties or outpatient or, or whatever. Um, this is where they kind of receive like their first sort of like uh, assessments and lookovers. It's been looked at by uh, some nurses, um, and looking at the um, looking at the initial notes, uh, both of the patients have come in with uh, serious laceration wounds uh, that no one's been able to identify. Um, they've they've got deep gouges on their uh, all across their uh, skin and face, um, and they've suffered uh, incredible blood loss. Uh, they're both very lucky to be alive, um, and it's only thanks to the uh, like the ER teams uh, and the uh, sort of quick medical work by a local police officer, one uh, constable John Key, um, that they were actually able to uh, pull through at all. Uh, but then reading kind of further, uh, you notice that uh, neither patient has woken up or displayed any kind of awareness of their surroundings whatsoever. Uh, And also, strangest of all, and it's almost like kind of scribbled in as like an afterthought, um, both patients are incredibly damp, uh, as though they're sweating. 
so has uh, has Doctor Love uh, entered the the patient's room? Uh, yes, you. So, so you, I'm, I'm kind of imagining yeah. like you've just finished reading it. Okay, and, and then you're both. They're both in in the the room, to two beds, both yeah. unconscious, yeah, yeah, yeah. heavily wrapped <laughs> yeah. in bandages and that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you can you can still like you can still see their faces, but they've got like sort of gauze like on their face and you know bandages around like their arms and stuff like that. And you know the blankets around, but you know there'll be more bandages um, under there. He. Uh, Pulls on some uh, some rubber gloves, all sexy like, uh, and and sort of goes over to to do you know check the check the eyes uh, check the um, check the skin and that sort of thing of uh, of the male patient. Uh, yeah, sure. So this is a, this is an older uh, gentleman. Uh, you do actually you do recognize him. He's the he's the the local priest, Father Clergyman. Um, he normally uh, works up at the uh, up at the church. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's probably uh, you know a and a, a Father Clergyman's in like his like sixties, right? Yeah. Um, so he's probably like in his in his sixties or so. Um, yeah, he seems he, he does seem very pale, very weak. Uh, he has obviously lost a lot of blood, but um, yeah, the the patient sheet is correct. His his skin has this kind of weird kind of uh, wetness to it, like a, almost like someone's been um, spritzing him with a with a spray bottle. Hmm. Um. Uh. He he does the same to um to the I'm assuming female patient. Yes, yes, the, uh, the other patient is a female. In particular, sort of checking that that same feeling of spritziness is on the is on the female. Yes, that same feeling is 100% there. Uh, she also presents many of the same symptoms. Paleness, uh, obviously lost a lot of blood, um, and, you know, uh, the, the, the lacerations have all been bandaged up, but you know they're there, and, yeah, the same wet feeling on her body. Uh, but you, you, you did say that yes. you checked their yeah, eyes? Yeah, the, the whole torch and eyes thing. Mm. The, the whole torch in the acting, yeah. So, so you do that, uh, and on both of them, they are very, very, very slow to respond. Okay, okay. Um, I think he goes for the smelling salts um, and and tries it on the on the female patient. Okay, yep, sure. Um, so, I want you to make uh, a medicine roll. I can do that for you pretty comfortable uh that's 20 uh yeah so you you go over um and you kind of wave the smelling salts uh under her uh under her nose um and yeah you 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 kind of you know you you wave them in the right way but also um you know you 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 administer other like medicine doctor things um so you, you you kind of you sort of administer the the various things that, that you know how to wake someone up um, and uh, she she doesn't she doesn't actually respond she doesn't uh, um, you know she doesn't wake up she doesn't uh, come to in any kind of significant way and and just as you're like oh crap that didn't that didn't work at all um, uh, her hand suddenly darts forward and grabs your wrist um, uh, he consults the 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 board for her name uh, Connie Withers. Mithith Withith, can you hear me? She does not respond. Is she is she still holding on? She grips on? your wrist. Yeah, she grips your wrist slightly tighter, uh, and then her eyes open, and they are a startling, startling blue, like too blue, too bright, almost glowing. And she looks you straight in the eyes, and she says, "It comes." And then her eyes close again, and she releases your wrist. Hey. 
and I'm going to need you to make a sanity check after that. Uh, yeah, 50. All right, yeah, so you're, 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 you're all good. You're all good. That was incredibly disturbing, uh, but your your curiosity is uh, peaked enough that um, uh, that that you you can kind of feel like you can continue with, uh, with whatever it is that you need to do. But what you do next, we will find out in just a moment as we are going to join Connie Withers mm-hmm. and Father Clergyman. So... In the meantime, uh, Connie, you suddenly become very conscious of birds cheeping and chirping in the uh, in the background uh, of your uh, of your hearing, uh, and then you hear the wind kind of blowing through the the trees in the in the bush, uh, and then you become conscious of uh, sort of like the ground underneath you being damp uh, and bark twigs leaves and things poking into your skin uh, and then the sun on your face and you open your eyes and there's just greenery all above you uh, and you are lying uh, on your back uh, in the bush essentially Uh, you look around and you notice uh, father clergyman uh, has also done the same next to you. I scramble over to him and sort of clasp his shoulder. Say, are you right? Where are we? What happened? Sorry, I'm, I'm awake, am I? Yes, you are. You are. You are also there. Uh, you you do you do remember uh, everything that, that 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 happened before the the fight with uh, Andrew uh, and you know being knocked down and things like that. As to where you are, that is not information that, that you know. So I, I will allow you to continue now. Oh, where are we? I have no idea. I, the last thing I remember was that that thing. And and I think we were really hurt. I remember so much pain. And now we're here. Did we die? Are we in heaven? Oh, well, no, you'd be in heaven at least. Don't know if I would be. Hmm. Isn't what I thought Who heaven thought would be like? Heaven is the bush. Where's uh, Where's Andrew? Oh God, I'm, I hope he's not here. And I look around. You do not see Andrew anywhere. I sort of scramble to my feet and dust my knees off and and sort of put my hands on my hips and try and peer through the trees to see if I can see any direction that looks more interesting than any other. Sure. Um, so there, there are two things. Uh, one, you realize that the both of you are uh, completely naked. It's the Garden of Eden. Uh, the second thing is I'll get you to make a... Uh, do you have any knowledge skills that might be uh, relevant here? of Auckland, and I also have gather information. Nah, make a wilderness law check. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That's a natural one with zero added, so one. <laughs> I've never been you got in a bush one. before. Yeah, you have absolutely like, no idea what like, any of this means. I don't even... Uh, what is that green stuff over there? Yeah, you have, you have absolutely no idea. You yeah. are aware that the bush is a thing, but it's you've never thing. been here. Okay. Uh, f- Father uh, Clergyman, what are you up to? Please, can you give me a hand to get up? I reach down and, and clasp his arm and pull him up by the elbow. Uh, I kind of just trying to ignore the fact that we're both naked. <laughs> Ralph's going to have a good look around now as it. well. Uh, you can if do you, do you have like a knowledge that would uh, that would be appropriate for this environment? Architecture and a local. Uh, go with 
make okay you can either make wilderness lore or knowledge local uh, whichever one that you local. would prefer oh wait no that was Auckland oh I was thinking that was we were in Auckland it was Auckland when we did it. so it'd probably be two footy ah I got 19 uh, yeah, so you 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 recognise uh, some of the sort of surrounding uh, hills and mountains uh, around you, um, and you realise that where you are is uh, somewhere just outside of town, uh, on top of uh, on top of a sort of like a well known uh, hiking sort of destination hill sort of area. Uh, what what was it called? The Hillary again? Trail. Oh, this this particular mountain, I mean. So the hill oh, sure. leads up to the top of uh, Mount Kukor. Um <clears throat> So you realize that this is actually the top of Mount Kaka, um, which is just outside of uh, Tufiri. But um, normally, from the top of Mount Kaka, you can actually see uh, you can actually see the town. But in this particular instance, when you're looking out of the direction that the town's normally in, you just see nothing but bush. We're we're on Mount Kaka. Um, and I thought that town would be north. Well, I've I've never been up there, so I you know, know but you mean we're supposed to be able to see the town from here? Yeah, it's supposed to be in that direction. Any points? Any points down the mountain? Okay. Hmm. What what should we do? Uh, you both kind of feel uh, like a, a presence uh, arrive uh, sort of behind you uh, sort of slash like around you uh, and then you hear this kind of <sighs> you guys did pretty well I guess but ultimately you still didn't really nail it I whip around what? to see who's talking who's there? I mean you did well don't get me wrong, I'm I'm still really proud. I, I, I genuinely am, but uh, I guess Andrew was just a man, he was just a he was just a little Who much, wasn't he? What do you know of what, Andrew? Why do you know so much about What's us? Wrong yeah. with him? You hear someone uh, sort of stepping uh, behind you uh, and kind of stop a, l- a little ways behind you uh, and the they say, Who am I? I'm hmm. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of a difficult question uh, in, a, in a lot of ways. I mean, for one, I'm not even speaking English. I'm currently actually speaking a different language to you, but uh, through the magic of, well, I mean, whatever this is, uh, you, you can understand me. So uh, as for who I am, I mean, that's, hmm, I don't actually really know if I can even answer that. The closest approximation I would have in your language would be the bush. I mean, I, I don't really know what that means, so I hope that helps. No, not really. Not, no. Yeah, sorry, I didn't really think it would. Listen, you guys don't really have a lot of time because, uh, you know, as fun as it is to have you just lie in beds in some kind of... And then he he said something in a in a language that like you you absolutely do not understand. It's, it's completely what incomprehensible. Like uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's it, it's it's inhuman. Uh, the voice continues and says, "Look, I'm going to be really I'm going to be honest with you guys. You you guys have got to get back, and uh, you've you've got something of a you got something of a job to do." Uh, one might say, um, and you know, free will and all that. Yeah, obviously, uh, you don't have to. What the but hell is this? What is 
why ask what are you doing well uh i mean technically there's two questions so you know two answers two questions uh what i what i'm doing currently uh is i am restoring your uh broken battered bleeding bruised bodies uh, to a more functioning level thank you you said that in the character voice. I'm restoring them to a more, yeah. I'm restoring them to a more functioning level. Uh, at the moment, they're uh, quote unquote completely useless. Uh, so I'm currently doing that. Uh, why you? Gonna be entirely honest with you, Connie, because you were there. What do we have to do? Oh, that's a, that's another question entirely. You uh, you're gonna have to stop the flood. You're gonna have Is to stop like the rising waters warming? around the town. No, I'm, I'm afraid not, Connie. Not exactly. It's more the antithesis of, well, me, is attempting to... How shall I put this? Ah, oh, okay. Um, destroy all life? Do Does that translate exactly? Are we on top of, like... Demons. Are we on top of the Hellmouth? Is Tufiri a Hellmouth? Because that would make so much sense. Uh, anyway, so the the the, the, vo- the voice says, uh, not exactly. Uh, more, there are various, uh, shall we say, sites around the world that are uh, preordained to occasionally be sites of uh, great conflict, great battle between the uh, forces of good and evil. Hmm. Or uh, even good and evil is a bit of a stretch. Just let's just say forces. Okay, and. Ralph here and I somehow are responsible for stopping our site from blowing up? Uh, yeah, turns out. Anyone else? Is there anyone who can help us? Can you help us? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, as for other people helping you, that's up to you. Okay, well, what next? What, what, how do we get out of this place? Obviously, we're not really on the hill above Tufiri because we can't see it. And we're naked, so that's the thing. But what what do we do now? Well, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you back into your bodies. Uh, then what you're going to need to do from there uh, is you'll need to kind of basically discover uh, what's going on uh, within the town. Um, given to understand that Andrew uh, was doing something. That was what you called him. Uh, obviously, you know. His real name, totally unpronounceable, um, but potentially he might be a good place to start um, and eventually uh, discover the nature of the flood threatening uh, Tufiri and, um, uh, yeah, save the day. So is Andrew behind it all or is he just, is he like us? Is he a oh, That's a good question, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I don't actually I don't actually have all the answers. I'm more of what you might call a facilitator rather than a direct participant. Uh, were I to actually uh, physically visit uh, this this little corner of of reality, um, I would tear it apart. I, you know, brag about it. If we need your help, can we contact you in any way? You know what, Connie? You can give it your best. You can give it your best shot. Okay. All right. Well, you better send us back. Understood. We'll do it. I'll do it. Well, I guess if I have what? to. Ralph. Ralph, I'm liking your attitude, Connie. You could do some work. Okay. All powerful being. Sure. Um. Well, you guys are about ready. Uh. Do you have any other questions? Lots. 
But I don't think you'll be able to answer them. Probably not. Um, all right. Uh, close your eyes. Um, and when you open them, fingers crossed, everybody, uh, you'll wake up more or less in your bodies. So you close your eyes and we're going to go back to Dr. Esteban. Everyone, the favorite doctor. So, uh, you're, so you're, you're, so we, we, we join you basically where exactly where you were before. So, uh, this woman, uh, has just gripped your wrist, passed on her message, and then closed her eyes again and let go of your wrist. What do you do now? Um, well, obviously startled, but not to the point of like losing any sanity over it, so to speak. Um, uh, Dr. Esfan sort of stumbles back and, uh, and leaves the woman be for, for a little bit. Um, so he goes over to the male patient again and you know he's he's got the reputation of the luck doctor whatever blah 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 but but he is ultimately a professional when it comes to work um i feel like i'd sort of need to proceed this before i say (laughs) he pulls like he pulls back the covers on um uh on the man's bed to sort of examine the wounds uh, see if he can glean any more information about those uh yeah sure um uh would you please make me a medicine check i, I can i can make a medicine check yeah i'm quite good at medicine i'm a doctor 23 wow yeah you're you're a, yeah you're a great doctor um you're actually so good uh that you you um so you so you take you take out the cover and you're kind of you're inspecting the uh, the wounds on uh, one Ralph Klugeman, uh and uh, you're kind of poking around, and you you so there so there there are two things that you notice uh, one one mildly important and one incredibly significant. So the uh, the mildly important thing that you notice is that uh, these these wounds uh, these these sort of claw marks you discern them to be. Uh, they were made by some kind of uh, aquatic uh, creature. You know, they're they're served, they're serrated in such a way, and there's a, a particular kind of odor uh, about them. Uh, some kind of aquatic creature, but way larger, far more savage than anything you've ever encountered before, made these wounds. But the more significant thing that you are now noticing is that the wounds appear to be healing. Oh, that's good. Like a lunch <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's like kind of pleased about that. In, in all truth, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he, I, th- I guess he gets um, he, he tries to take like a a sample of of the wound to sort of see like is it healing at a rate that he can like visibly see. Uh, you 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 can see it because you rolled like so high, and because like your sort of knowledge of these wounds and kind of the healing process is so good. But uh, to anyone just kind of like looking at them normally, like it's it's not like the the flesh is visibly like stitching back together in front of your very eyes. Um, so what, what like that. told him that it, that this is an aquatic <clears throat> creature that's done this? Because aquatic creatures don't necessarily have claws usually. Uh, no, 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 um, uh, no. In, in this in this particular case, it, it's you know you've seen a lot of um, 
uh, like wounds and things from people coming through the hospital who've like gone out on fishing trips and they've um, you know been uh, bitten by uh, they've been bitten by fish they've cut themselves on um, scales or rocks or or particularly large uh, fishes like fins and things like that you know you you kind of have a little bit of knowledge about like what these kinds of things look like um, and in this particular instance, these wounds were so large, deep, and bloody that no one else really picked up on it. And now that you've really kind of had like a decent look at them, you realize that this is essentially what you've seen before, but just on a much more savage scale. Can 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 we please give it up for savage? Um, it's all good. Um, uh, so so I guess Doctor Estefan uh, examines the. Like a little bit more cautiously considering what happened last time um, the woman's wounds to see if uh, she's exhibiting uh, similar sort of healing properties uh, yes she is I, I, I won't make you roll for it again you, you recognize it this time uh, yeah she, she does appear to be uh, healing um, uh, slightly faster than the than the old man it's a little more uh noticeable this time um but yeah no she she has the same kinds of wounds and the same sort of healing processes taking place curious and curious uh when you step back from the bed your foot crunches down on leaf he turns around there are many, many leaves all over the floor of the of the ward, as as though, uh, you know, a, a great sort of gust of wind wind has just blown a whole bunch of uh, leaves but into the, the room. This room's like nowhere near the outside, right? It, it, yeah, no, it's it's absolutely not. And the door's like shut behind you anyway. You hear birds. I guess he follows the sound of the, like the sort of follows the trail of the leaves and where the the birds are, and like tries to see where it's all coming from. Oh, right, okay, yep. Um, so what I want you to do is I want like you to make me a... Uh, make a make a listen check to kind of trail the, the birds. Hey, that's a 23. Uh, yeah, so you, you manage to... Um, you, you kind of listen and you, you recognize them as uh, birds from like the bush around the town. Um, and you sort of listen and you... you Follow the sound uh, back, uh, kind of through uh, sort of. So, so the, the the ward that you're in sort of extends back a little bit. Um, there's there's no one really kind of in here. This is um, a bit of a, a bit of a slow day in this particular portion of the uh, of the hospital. Um, and yeah, you're kind of moving back through the wards, and the birds are getting louder. There's more kind of leaves and debris on the floor, and you know this is actually really weird. There should be some people here, but there isn't. There's no one around, and you're kind of following these uh, these bird noises Dr. back to the back to the ward. You don't you don't hear anyone call out, call back out to you, and so you follow the uh, you follow the birds uh, sort of back through the the maze of these uh, the the beds and things like that. It's not it's not really like an actual maze, but you know you're you're following it uh, pretty well, um, and then you start to kind of notice out of the corner of your eye uh, like trees and, and brushes and ferns and things like that just inside uh I'm, I'm like i'm feeling as lost as dr estefan right now um i don't know do, 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 do the trees <laughs> look like you know trees he's even seen before is he familiar with any of this oh sorry yeah 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 this, they're like these are these are all kind of like you know natives and things like that oh, okay sorry should have clarified that one i should have clarified that no you're, you're you're right i should i should have clarified they are 
trees, brushes, ferns, and, and things like that that you recognize as someone who has grown up in this town? Um, he takes the, the smelling salts from his pocket um, where, where he had them uh, with the patients before and, and gives himself a, a, a whiff. I like that. I like that. Um, in that case, I would like you to... I, I really just want to say make a medicine check again, but... Yeah, just make, yeah, just make a medicine check again. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah, so you, you managed to successfully uh, administer smelling salts to yourself, which is not an easy task, but you're a very good doctor. Uh, and you... It's like trying to tickle uh, yourself. It kind of never like, quite works unless you're like a good doctor. Ex- exactly. Exactly, unless you're really good at it. Uh, and you manage to administer them to yourself, and then you ah, oh, you suddenly come to ag- again, and you're uh, now standing uh, in between uh, the, uh, the two beds uh, that you're kind of going back and forth between uh, in the wards, uh, and you realize uh, the back of this ward never opened out to anywhere else. It's just a self-contained room. There are no leaves. There are no birds anywhere. Um, Dr. Raul sort of pulls the, the clipboard up to his face and just kind of turns away from the patient and says, Kuther and Kuther. Uh, the man uh, begins to stir in his bed. Uh, his head snaps back and he says, uh, consults his clipboard for his name again, Father Clergyman, can you hear me? <laughs> Tentatively, uh, he sort of r- reaches out his his hand to, towards the man's face. Ah, uh, he doesn't, you know, he, he hasn't quite fully come to at this point. Okay. So, well, he, he kind of t- touches him then on, on the shoulder and sort of gives him a, a bit of a nudge. Father Clerkim, can you hear me? Uh, he he opens his eyes uh, somewhat blearily. Father Clerkim, can you tell me what happened? What? Where am I? You, you're in hospital. You're hurt. But the doctors, they have put you back together. What has done this to you? Where's, where's Connie? Where's Andrew? She's here. She is sleeping, but she is okay. I do not know this Andrew. Who is, the, who is this Andrew? Is, is he also hurt? He's, he was my assistant. I'm sorry to tell you, they only found two bodies. I mean, like, they're not bodies. You're, like, uh, alive. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. Please tell me, what, what happened? I I don't know. How are you feeling? Uh, painful. It looked like you were attacked by a, a fish with hands. <laughs> uh, I suppose you could say that. Tell me more. I, I, I need to know. Wait, where's Connie? Is Connie here? Am I waking up? Yeah, Connie also begins to <laughs> stir as well. <laughs> Miss is with us. You're awake. It's miss with uh, heaven. Oh, uh, she is pretty quick uh, to point out she's just a miss there. Oh, that's like it every more time. It's annoying. Not that old, okay? Miss with us, are, are you okay? Yes, uh, Ralph. I mean, Father Clerkman, are you, are you okay? I think so. Uh, the the both of you, uh, in terms of your uh, experience earlier, uh, you you do remember it. You you do remember it. It's a little hazy, but you do remember it. Am I crazy, or did did we just come from the bush? 
I think so. The bush? What was there? Please, I must know what happened to you so I can treat you properly. Honestly, I have no clue. I mean... My, my name's Dr. Estefan. Sorry, I, I never actually introduced myself. Doctor, uh, are we able to have some sort of um, brain scan or something? I, I feel like I'm going uh, crazy. Ralph kind of stares ahead and goes, I think we received some guidance. From, like, God or whatever? We have a job to do. Connie, oh, that's right. you uh, kind of sit up a little bit in the bed to uh, talk to... Uh, Ralph and kind of uh, introduce yourself or, you know, generally kind of acknowledge the presence of uh, Dr. Estevan uh, and you hear something crunch under the blankets. I slowly lift the blankets and peek underneath. Uh, Am I naked? No, 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 no. You're wearing like a, you know, scrubs, yeah. Uh, Under the blankets, but uh, above your scrubs are a collection of leaves from in the bush. I pick up a handful and let them sift through my fingers and stare at them. It was real? Raul's sort of scratching um, notes on the clipboard, but uh, he notices the, the leaves sort of falling through and, and it, it steals his attention for a moment. Uh, I will, Okay, so... Um, uh, Dr. Estevan, you kind of come to the realisation that what you would have experienced earlier was at least in some way real, uh, and the two of you also come to the same realisation. Uh, so all three of you. We need to make sanity checks. Ralph yes, is totally yes, fine, as per usual. Uh, you'll still take off, two mate. sanity damage. So it has to be less than my thing? Yeah. Good. It's less. Yeah. Um, cool. You still take two sanity damage. So anyway, so you, so you all uh, you all kind of come to this uh, collective realisation uh, and it slightly uh, damages your, your minds. Um, and... Uh, uh, you hear the twittering of birds, and a bird uh, seems to come seemingly from nowhere uh, and land at the foot of Father Clergyman's uh, bed, and it drops uh, a small silver key out of its mouth onto the bed and flies away. And Father Clergyman, you recognize that as the key to Andrew's room. How do you know the key to Andrew's room, Father? He lived in my church. Because they live in the same, yeah, because they live in the same place. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, also, they were boning down. Uh, Doctor Love uh, looks at the bird and then looks at the two patients to like make sure like they're looking at it as well. Like they've acknowledged it. Are you seeing this? Ralph has a very, very tiny and a little bit sad smile on his face. Yes. Is this bird Andrew? <laughs> uh, Alright. I think that is what we're going to call it this week. <laughs> so many questions answered. So thank you very much for joining us uh, this week yet again for uh, our uh, third uh, For Crits and Cthulhu's Call of Cthulhu, whatever the hell this is. Um, we will be back next week uh, with, um, I, I hope, uh, the normal you know, return to your scheduled programming, so to speak. Um, uh, or, uh, you know, if disaster has struck, um, we'll probably be back with uh, more Call of Cthulhu. So um, either way, uh, it's sure to be a good time. Uh, if you want to talk to us about anything that happened in tonight's show, uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at for CNG Podcast. I am at Mr. K underscore Bennett. I'm at Abby Lilla. 
can also find us on Facebook. We are for Crits and Giggles. And of course, you can also find us on iTunes, where you can leave us a five-star rating and review to tell us how much you are enjoying the show. It is legitimately the best way to help out uh, this show and also any other podcast that you listen to. If you listen to a podcast and you haven't left us left the podcast a review, um, like I wouldn't say directly you're a bad person, but you should totally go and leave a review for a podcast because it's very, very helpful. Um, also, if you're enjoying the show, go tell a friend. Um, that's also really helpful as well. Um, we're you know kind of running a cute... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's also good, good as well. Um, if you've managed to catch up on the feed, just go back to the start and listen again. Um, we're also running a competition at the moment. If you go to forcritsandgiggles.com slash Q&A giveaway, you can submit uh, questions for our season two Q&A, uh, Q and, and you can also do a bunch of other stuff as well. That'll get you some entries into a competition where you can win a copy of Xanthar's Guide to Everything, a homemade dice bag, and also a set of super cool dice. Uh, so go and check that out. That'll be a lot of fun. Um oh my goodness so go and check that out that'll be a lot of fun uh and yeah i think that's pretty much it isn't it until next time uh stay safe uh don't go into the bush by yourself that's really stupid and may all your hits be cthulhu's fuck so close it's bad (laughs) you have an assistant what (laughs) nothing what's that This is serious. This is medicine, okay? There's no room for jokes here. We're saving lives. I'm so sorry. We're saving lives. Laughter is the best medicine. Take the time is the best medicine. Wow. Anyway, um. Hey, I mean, you know, 50% of all attractiveness is confidence, so, you know. Mind He's you, he is at two fifty nine. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to the genuine um, town of two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. not a real place. No, <laughs> completely made it up. That was gross. That was role play. Okay, so how dare you? <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, uh, yes. Mm, mm, they're wet and damp and severely bloodlost. <laughs> uh, so yummy, yummy. Is it obvious that I'm yes. not a doctor in real life? Um, oh, shit. Um, a good look around. Uh, all right, it? Ralph. You can. Mm-hmm. Up and down. <laughs> Mount Kakar. Right. So you because re- of the birds. Yeah, that, that that's how you have to say it. Um, you have to say it as Mount Kakar. Well, everyone knows that that was a conspiracy created by the Chinese. So no, shall we make a boat? Spoilers I'm, I'm for Buffy. Honest, Connie. Buddy, um, shit. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Yeah, sorry if it's taking you the last 25 years to see Buffy. Um, sure like look, season. our audience is sensitive close. to these things. I'm sorry anyone who yeah. I just spoiled Buffy nah, for. It's this guy over here. Yeah, mate. also, what the fuck are you doing? Watch Buffy already. Also, I'm sorry because Connie would not have seen it yet because this is like, what, the 70s? Mm, it's the early 90s, so, you know, 
depending. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. It could be quite popular at the time, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is something to... That's a um, exotic. Uh, some I kind of 30. aquatic. <laughs> oh my god, it was some me. kind of... <laughs> okay, I did it, and I'm they, I don't know why he's getting, like, kind of camp. Yeah, roll with camp. Let me just make sure I'm not terrible at listening. Whoa, why am I so good at listening? Um, that, that's, that's what makes him doctor. such a good doctor and such a good lover. He's, he's not, that is actually why I chose listening. He's not really uh, a, a good lover. He just thinks he is. Um, it's because he is such... <laughs> um, he's actually a virgin, but he just knows he's like <laughs> when he does get a chance, he's gonna be so good at loving. Um, if I ever did it, man, you know I'd nail it. I I, I actually really like that. Yeah, Doctor Estefan is is a virgin. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, my math is fucking garbage. That's fine. You're only a journalist, not an accountant. <laughs> yeah, it's actually excusable. Uh, but uh, under the blanket above I your scrubs are a. I'm not the Um. Until next time. Stay safe. Wait. What? Do what? <laughs> he is. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, no, no. Yeah, you can think of something, won't you? Yeah, well, no, what, what, is, what, is, what is the end? Yeah, I know you're right. What is the end? All your crits be Cthulhu's. Last time you said something really stupid. No, I'm pretty... I'm, don't forget. Yeah, yeah, last time I said something like... Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, no, 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 last time, last time I said something about cock. Because, it, because it's remember the first yeah, time it's called it and then you had to like look it up and something didn't we I don't remember now yeah no 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 that's right hang on I'll do it right I'll do it I'll just do it right now just do it live fuck it fuck it do it live That it's just real lame. Make all your hits. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. I'm trying to listen. Ah. I can't find it. Yes, and Karen. Yes, and cares. Come on. What am I going to say? Okay, hang on. Sam, you've, you haven't played this before. What should I say at the end? Mate, will your crits be Cthulhu's? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> Just absolute <laughs> disappointment. Bad. Um, Come on, what are you even, what are you not even trying at this point? It's like A plus character and then just that. Disappointing, man. Just drop the ball at the end. I don't know. Uh, I'm really right. unfamiliar. I'll, with I'll, just, I'll just go with may all your crit speaker fillers. I feel like that's. I feel like that's what it is. I feel like you're wrong. Some of the background music and ambience used in this episode was from Sirenscape. Enhance your gaming table at Sirenscape.com.
The songs, Motivator, Ghostpocalypse 3, Road of Trials, Ghostpocalypse 2, The Call, Interloper, and Land of the Dead, were by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0, creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0.